Welcome to the Tim Biscuit Podcast. Um, before we get on with today's podcast, I want to say a massive thanks and shout out to our sponsors, who are RuneSilk.com. They're a beard care company and Tenga.co.uk. They're a sex toy company. On both sites, you can get 10% off your first orders by putting the code TINBISCUIT in at checkout. That's TINBISCUIT, capital T, capital B, and you will receive 10% off your first orders. Um, if you want to donate, to the podcast or support it you can do um my content's free always will be free i do everything from my own pocket but if you do want to make a contribution that's brilliant and you can do that through paypal and that's the tin biscuit podcast three at gmail.com i will put all the information down below in the description likewise if you can just leave a review or click them stars if you listen to it on apple or just share it wherever you can do that'd be much appreciated too Right, today's podcast, vaccine. It says in in, uh, today's news the vaccine will be ready or apparently the NHS have been told to be ready by the 2nd of December. That's this coming Wednesday to administrate the vaccine to people. Excuse me, I've just had a coffee. So, um, as I said in previous podcasts, I will not be getting the vaccine. That's my choice. If you want to get the vaccine, you can get the vaccine. That's your choice. Uh, No one's going to stop you. Um, But... It seems there's a growing pressure on people to get the vaccine. Uh, A report in the Evening Standard by Metropolitan Police Counter-Terror Chief Neil Basu, I think I said his second name right, calls for action on coronavirus anti-vaxxers. I will read you just the top part of the article. Britain's top counter-terrorism officer today called for a nationwide debate on introduction of new laws to punish people who spread anti-vaccination conspiracy theories. Punish. So not only he wants to punish people for having a questionable outlook on a vaccine, and this is a fact, this is a fact, a vaccine that's never been approved for human consumption, should I say before, because it's a different vaccine. It's a fact, it's a new vaccine, it's a fact, it's an RNA vaccine, and it's also a fact, it's the first type of vaccine to be approved to use on humans. So people are going to question it. It's also a fact, it's been rushed through in 10 months. That's also a fact where normal vaccines take two years to 10 years. It's also a fact, um, we don't know the long outcome of this vaccine that they're willing to inject people with. That's a fact as well. It's also a fact that we didn't know um, that people could suffer from a long COVID. That's if you believe in COVID-19. People are starting to get symptoms now with toes, teeth, breathing, fatigue. No one knew this could happen. So that's a fact as well. So how do we know there ain't going to be a long-term effect after this vaccine? Um Let's go back to the term anti-vaxxers. An anti-vaxxer to me is someone who's across the board again um, and now people are questioning this corona's vaccine they're getting um lumped in with being an anti-vaxxer so if you question the covid19 vaccine you're classed as an anti-vaxxer so what springs to people's mind is when you hear the word anti-vaxxer is someone who doesn't agree in any vaccines whatsoever and you're a selfish person so old neil uh, basu calls for action on coronavirus um what's happened to my ipad oh, i've lost the bloody um article my fat fingers metropolitan police counter terror chief neil basu calls for action on coronavirus anti-vaccines anti-vaxxers should i say and he wants to punish people who spread anti-vaccination conspiracy theories uh what's a conspiracy theory is that 
just questioning the concept of having something injected into your own body that no one knows much about or the after effects. Um, so we've got it down. It's a new vaccine. That's a fact. It's never been approved for human use. That's a fact. Uh, also a fact we can't tell what's going to happen to people maybe in a year's time to six months. That's a fact because we didn't know people could suffer from long COVID. That's a new thing they're pulling out of the hat. Um, and it, the, but this article is from the Evening Standard, and as I say, it is from the 18th of November, um, 2020, obviously, so you can find this online yourself. Uh, we know Labour has also called for action, saying that emergency legalisation should be introduced to allow fines and criminal penalties for social media firms that refuse to take down false material about COVID-19 vaccines. It's not false false material really is it when people are questioning it um i can't see how they can do that people have got to have their say it seems to me they're clamping down on everything they want anyone who says anything counter or not good about this covid19 vaccine they want to clamp down and it seems now they want to punish them for it um so as i've said i'm going to highlight again it's your choice if you get the vaccine i won't be getting the vaccine but the fact still remains it's a new vaccine we don't know what's going to be happening in the future to be to people who take it i'm sure you won't grow a grow an extra head or something i'm sure of that um further down into the article we've done labor ministers insist they're already taking the problem seriously um and they have spoke to um these social media companies and they're trying to sort something out. Um, then this prick goes on, this Miss Basu goes on, um, stop short of endorsing the idea of a new law, but his, but his in intervention will strengthen pressure on ministers to act against conspiracy theorists making false claims about the vaccines. Um, as I say, um, an anti-vaxxer in my eyes is someone who's against the vaccines across the board, all vaccines, not just the COVID-19 vaccine. So... If you question this vaccine, you're obviously going to be classed as an anti-vaxxer, which is untrue. Uh, then he goes on to compare it to um, the movies prompted by fear. Some of the more vulnerable people having reduced contact with teachers, health staff, social workers, and others who might normally spot signs of danger. That That's like leading on from a counter-terrorism policing launched a campaign to persuade family and friends to raise the alarm if they suspect young people are becoming radicalised. So he starts off with this and with this anti-vaccine thing, then he goes on to right, right-wing groups and um, terrorism. Fucking mad. How can he link the two from an anti-vaxxer? So you're getting on dangerous ground now because you're starting to link and like anti-vaxxers the same as complete right-wing people and terrorists. Also, we have a article in RT, uh, RT today. RT? RT News. British Army spies wage information war against anti-vax content online report. With a significant number of Britons sceptical Skeptical of a COVID vaccine, the army has re reportedly deployed an information warfare unit to stamp out anti-vax propaganda online. Offline, citizens still protest lockdowns in streets. The British government is expected to greenlight a coronavirus vaccine and begin its distribution next month. In addition to the logistic challenge of getting millions of doses to the public, the government also faces the, the hurdle of convincing them to take it. According to a recent poll by the British Acad academy i can't even say it 
the, the, the British and Royal Society, I'll just skip that one, more than a third of people in Britain say they, they're either uncertain or very unlikely to take the vaccine. Uh, I didn't really want to read all this. Let's go back. Boo, 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 boo. So, yeah, they're basically getting spies to, um, according to a report on the Sunday Times, ministers are preparing to launch a massive public information campaign to convince people to take the jab. Behind the scenes, however, the Times reported that the British Army has mobilised the 77th Brigade and Defence Cultural Specialist Unit to monitor and counter online propaganda against vaccines. Uh, the movement was formed in 2010. I'm just skimming this article now. Worked alongside psychological operations teams in Afghanistan, studying the behaviour of the civil of the civilization population and giving cultural and linguistic advice to ground troops. According to the brigade's own website, however, according to a number of media reports, the unit counts at least one Twitter executive among its ranks and is said to create and manage fake social media profiles to share, shape public opinion. Now, this is interesting. This is the bit I wanted to get to. The unit contains, so like this spy unit that's going to counteract um, vaccines or anti-vaccine information the 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 unit counts at least one twitter executive among its ranks and he's said to create and manage fake social media profiles to shape public opinion well i'm sorry but i'm sure back in a, some sort of election times that was frowned upon um but now it seems to be the admitting it to do that for this vaccine they do want a massive push on this vaccine don't they there's like clamping down so hard on people that uh, are going against the narrative um, by making laws to punish them and I find it strange there's also a report in the paper today I read about that um, it seems that you're going to have a stamp in your passport to say you've been vaccinated so you can visit other countries they're going to try as hard as they can because they know they can't mandate it so they're going to try as hard as they can to try and get this vaccine to people any way they can. Um, we know, well, we hope we know, they probably couldn't mandate it because uh, they'll probably find that really hard to. And I don't think, I think there would be an uprising if it like, was mandated in like the UK. But they are trying the damnedest and hardest to make it so people will have to take it, i.e. through flying. Um Football games, um, concerts. One guy f who um, I saw a funny comment who like mentioned about the football game said, "Well, I'll just stay in and watch it on Sky and like drink beer." So it's not him that's going to lose out. It's some like going to be the football ground and the football businesses. Um, but yeah, they're trying their damnedest so people can take it. And now will becoming the worry of will um, places of work make people have the vaccine. Because legally, workplaces can do that. The government can't mandate it, but legally, a workplace can require you to have a vaccine. Um, so they're trying their best to do this. Um, I think it's despicable. I think it's your choice if like, you want a vaccine. Um, we're talking about a virus that's got a really... Is, is it 99 point something survival rate across all ages? Correct me if I'm wrong on that, but it's got quite a high survival rate. Um, reports last... Week in the paper say we're below average because from 2015 to 2018 there was more bads taken up. I think the problem arises is maybe some parts of the country are fuller than other parts of the country. So I cannot I, I I can sort of understand this, but if all the hospitals are inundated with people in like some parts of the country, why are 
why the nightingales being used and the nightingale hospitals being used they're like still stood empty as i'm as i'm aware of um i do this podcast today i still think they're all empty um so why aren't they using them or are they just a camp for people who aren't going to take the vaccine which someone jokingly said well they probably didn't jokingly say it they probably said it but where's it going to end it's a dangerous slope now if people start saying you must have the vaccine because it's your body mentioned before it'd be interesting to see how the pro-choice people take this vaccine it'd be um it'd be ironic if pro-choice people said you must have the vaccine when they're like all for it's my body my choice uh, again, I'm pro-life. It's your choice what you do, but that's my view. Like it's your choice if like you want the vaccine. Um, but the media and the government are doing it in such a way that even if you question the coronavirus vaccine, you're classed as a crazy person. Uh, I said to someone I know, well, I won't be taking the vaccine, and immediately they turned around and said, "Why do you think they're going to inject um, microchips in?" To you, and I went, "No, but that's because that was all up." In the media, it's like the time changing your DNA, um, injecting tracking chips into you, this, that and the other. The fact of the matter is it's a new vaccine that's never been approved. This is why people are questioning it. A lot of people do want to take it, but are questioning the vaccine too. Because they don't know the long-term effects. Um, You can compare it to um, the anti-sickness the anti-sickness morning tablet, the anti-morning sickness tablet, flamidamide. Is it? I've said that wrong. I just can't speak. But you know that um, that that had a grave effect on people. Uh, I I realised that was back in the day, and medical procedures and medical technology has advanced so much. But it still remains. We don't know the long-term effects of this, <coughs> and that's why they're doing these lockdowns. They're doing these lockdowns to pressurise us in to. Like getting the vaccine, uh, Mr. Rab, Dominic Rab, said yesterday on Sophie Ridge on Sky that we'll hope to see a normalish world in March time because that's the end date, that's the end time. I think they want to get the vaccine out fully uh, by the, by the end of April. They want it all done and dusted. So that's why he said that, and this is why they're doing these bloody lockdowns. I mean, where I am, we've been put into tier three. Well, we might be going to into tier three nothing has been said yet because it's got to be voted through parliament tomorrow and uh, Boris is getting a massive um, backlash and then he comes out with well you don't want another lockdown point three do you or like a third lockdown so all these threats all these threats are coming out to make you have the vaccine to to, like say I'll get the vaccine and we'll get back to normal it's all fucking manipulation it's all microaggression it's all fucking i've seen it before boris is full of shit he's being used he's is a puppet clamping down they've made it illegal for you to go see your parents they've made it legal to go see your loved ones you can't even fucking go and see your mum and kiss her and now they've said oh yeah we'll give you five days over christmas and then we'll lock you all down again utter bullshit london is a higher r number than the north but they're in tier two and the North's in tier three. How the fucking hell does that work? Ask me. Ask me how does how does logically does that work where London's a higher R rate number than the North? I realise London's the capital and it's um, finance and it's got to keep um, working and moving. But to have a higher R rate number than most and be put in a lower tier is bullshit to me. Um, 
so yeah, the th- the like sort of threatening with these lockdowns so people can get the vaccine and think they're going to get back to normal. You think you're going to get back to normal? We'll see. Personally, I think the mask thing, as I've said before, is going to be with us for a hell of a long time, even when it's all set. If it is all ever safe, which um, I'm doubting at the minute. Um, People will still wear the masks because it's just been instilled in them now. It's just part of fucking our culture. I keep seeing people wearing masks with the windows up in like their own car. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, oh, what's, what's my phone? Um, let me just text this. How rude am I being on my phone when I'm doing a podcast? Right, done. Um, yeah, they're like sort of threatening us with more pod, uh, <laughs> more podcasts. I'm threatening you with more podcasts. They're threatening us with more lockdowns. Um, if and if and if we don't behave, um, and the, it's, it's just it's bullshit. Just see what they're doing. As I say, if you want to take the vaccine, take the vaccine. If you don't, don't. It's not a fucking issue in my eyes. I can't see the problem. Is it seventy-five percent, fifty to eighty percent? I think the actual figure is of the population of the population needs to get vaccinated to create herd immunity. So, but they're saying this is what it takes to get back to normal to take a vaccine. So. They're doing it really by proxy. They're doing it. They're like not making you, but they're saying, "Well, if you don't take a vaccine, you know, you can't really fly out of the country. If you don't take a vaccine, you might not be able to go see your football team play. If you don't see, if you don't take the vaccine, you might not be able to go see your best band in concert. And then it's like, well, you might not be able to go to work if you don't take the vaccine. It's all fucking bullshit. It's all bullshit. They're fucking manipulating you to take a vaccine that's got a that's got a different agenda to what they're saying. It's not about COVID. It's about control. Um, but the main point of this podcast was not to. Well, yeah, it was to moan. To be fair, but just to say, all anti-vaxxers are the same as COVID anti-vaxxers. Let's make a let's make a difference. There's there's a, there's like I mean I know there's been a push on and like anti-vaxxers calling them crazy before um but as we say if you're an anti-vaxxer you're against vaccines across the board if you're even questioning this some um, covid vaccine you're classed as an anti oh are you an anti-vaxxer and i've seen a lot of people now bending over saying well i will have the vaccine like people back a few back, back a few months ago well i'm not taking the vaccine i'm not taking it for a couple of years now they've actually said it's coming out yeah, I think I'm going to take it, yeah. Fake motherfuckers. We've talked about fake people before. Um, and we're seeing the strength of people now. We're, we're like sort of seeing the people who will fly the flags high and who won't and will take them down. Um, there's a lot of people who like to talk the talk, but when it comes to it, they fucking bend over and take it up the ass. Um, and it's fucking shit. People need to stand together. This is the only way that we will show the government that we're not happy with things by standing as one. You've seen this is you've like seen this in like the protests. How have you ended the police are? But back when there was the BLM protests, the police were kneeling. But now they're getting old ladies in this protest and like chucking them in vans, star fishing them, four people carrying an old lady and putting her in the back of the van. It's all alternative motives. It's not about COVID, it's about control. Now, if you question the COVID vaccine, 
you're being classed as an anti-vaxxer. They want to punish you. A counter, like sort of a, like a tower attack. Can't even. My computer went down there. Chiefs of police want to punish people for questioning the COVID vaccine. Two of my videos on YouTube have got removed um, because it went against terms of violation, and um, which like they didn't because, and that just goes to show. YouTube out for free speech. YouTube haven't been for free speech for a long time. And if we do start to go down this route of um, punishing people for questioning the vaccine, where, where like, does it end there? Where does it end? Where's it going to be? This is fucking tyranny at its highest level at, like, the minute. And uh, what's pissing me off is people are just accepting it. Pete, like, people are just sat down, having the tea, watching the fucking... The paedophiles on the BBC News fucking spout the fucking rhetoric bullshit and they're taking it all up their ass. It's fucking bullshit. I'm getting angry now, so we'll stop talking about it because this is not the way the podcast I want. This is not the way I wanted the podcast to go. It's really not. Um, yeah, so anyway, the podcast was originally going to be about how um, the government uh, want to make people who question the vaccine seem crazy, bringing out new laws. They've got a division out trying to clamp down on it on like the internet. So this podcast might not even be out there. It might be taken down in a couple of months or a couple of weeks or even a couple of hours or a couple of days. Who knows? If, if it isn't, that's good. Because the reason I launched this podcast was um, for free speech. Um, free expression um, and all that sort of palaver because everyone should have a platform even if you don't agree with them you st- people still need to have a platform you, you can't shut down someone's speech because you're not only shutting down that person's speech you're shutting down other people's choices only because you don't want to listen to it don't be a selfish idiot and make other people not listen to it because you're taking the person's choice away from speaking and the other people's choices from listening. So when you say this, that and the other, why give this person a platform? Why do this? Why do that? You're just being as bad as the fucking, the people who censor films. You're just being as bad as the mainstream media. You want it your own way. You want it your own way until something comes along that you don't like or might or might hate your little feelings and you cry. You cry and you say, I don't like that, I don't like that. Oh, you shouldn't be doing that. Oh, you shouldn't be saying this. Why give him that platform? Why do that? If you don't want to listen to it, don't listen to it. But people have the right to say what they want to say. Um, And their opinions must be heard because only the truth will be seen. So, yeah, um, it'd be interesting to see how many people who listen to this uh, would take the vaccine. It'd be quite interesting. I just want to say a massive thanks to all my listeners, all my new listeners as well. Uh, Russia, Hong Kong, um, Romania, Spain, um, Italy, America, um, the UK, Australia, New Zealand. Uh, there's more, Norway, Netherlands. Everyone, everyone who's listening, to, a massive thanks because um, that's why I do it. I do it so my message can get out there and people can hear a different side, um, not so much a censored view of um, of the world. Um, so yeah, anti-vaxxers are crazy people apparently, and now COVID people who um, question or, an- or anti-COVID people who question the vaccine are classed as anti-vaxxers. So anyway. I'm sorry I went on a massive tangent and sort of fucked up the podcast, but um, 
yeah, um, everyone take care. If you want to come on the podcast, you can do. It's fully free speech and fully unedited. Um, you're more than welcome to come on the podcast and talk about anything you want to talk about. Um, we can do it over Skype or we'll be able to sort something else out. But everyone take care and I will probably see you very, very soon. Bye-bye. The Tim Biscuit Podcast.